What's up, gang? How you guys doing? This is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28 year law enforcement veteran and the author of the top 25 mistakes en route to the good life. Coming at you today with my daily podcast, man. Listen, as I told everybody on YouTube, I am on babysitting duties, man. Babysitting duties. Have to take up my turn and uh, taking care of Akita today. So, uh, as the day is long, Akita's energy is 10 times as much. She's supposed to be sleeping, supposed to be napping, but hey, we're here. We're here, and I'm not a strong advocate of caging her all day, you know, and letting her whine and, and me going off and doing her thing and ignoring her. Um, I know some people say, hey, you got to allow her to uh, self-soothe, right? You got to allow her to whine and, and, dude, that's just not my thing, right? I'm not a dog whisperer, but I'll tell you what, I've raised Shelby to age 15 from a pup, and uh, she is the most well-behaved dog that I've ever seen in the universe, in the universe. So, uh, um, Akita will get used to me and my behavior and my calm demeanor, and uh, hopefully it'll all it'll all work out as uh, we come at you to, with today's podcast. So today's podcast is is Daddy and Akita, and um, and we are bringing it to you guys um, straight to YouTube and Spotify. Man, so where we at today? Where we at today? I tell you what, right? As Akita tries to uh. As I speak, she tries to actually eat my tongue. Uh, you know, she's not trying to lick me. She's literally trying to bite my tongue for food, maybe. I have no idea what she's trying to do. Um, but she tries to go inside my mouth. But anyway, if you guys aren't pet lovers, hey, God bless you, man. Just uh, go to a different podcast. <laughs> if you're not pet lovers, if you're not pet lovers, man, we're probably not going to get along. We're probably not going to get along because um, I'm not a cat person, but I love cats. I am a dog person for sure. And um, and so, and that is why I'm running around here with uh, uh, more than one dog when I didn't plan on having any dogs. How about that? So um, that is how that worked out. But today's podcast, guys, today's podcast, I wrote something down today that I wanted to talk to you guys about. That I was listening to, my mentor was talking about it. He was talking about the harvest. My mentor was talking about the harvest and um, enjoying your harvest. Okay, when it's time to enjoy your harvest, and putting in the work when it's time to put in your work. And those are two different times, guys. Those are two different times, and and two different moments in your life where um, sometimes when you're putting in work, you don't even know. Um, how the harvest is going to turn out. You just trust that the harvest is going to be abundant because of the amount of work that you put in. And sometimes there's so many other factors that come about when it comes to you putting in the work, right? Putting in the work, it's not always as easy. It's not always as smooth. It doesn't always work out the way you plan when it comes to putting in work. So I'll tell you guys right now, um, 
every harvest is an abundant, right? Um, I am a great farmer, so I have great great vines and I make my own wine. And and so uh, last year uh, I had a a double whammy situation that hit me that I wasn't prepared for, right? I, I I'm already prepared for lantern flies, right? I mean not lantern flies, uh, Japanese beetles. So. Um, I sprayed and prepared for Japanese beetles and thinking, okay, I got this under wraps. I put down my grubs in the grass and, and making sure where they burrow is all taken care of. And then last night I got hit with the, I mean, last year season, I got hit with the big kaboom, the lanternflies. They ravished, ravaged my crops. My crops were very, very, very sparse, right? Um barely got any grapes out of that harvest and the ones that I got I really really um wasn't excited about making wine with that 2020 harvest so um that is where I was um last year and I was caught off guard you know I thought I put in the work and and I thought I was going to reap the harvest of 2020 when it just did not happen. It just did not work out that way for me. And so um, now here we are, 2021, right? 2021, I have literally half the crops that I've had in 2020, but I have three times the harvest of grapes that I had in 2020 because um, I took the advice of someone who who's also um, has uh, uh, acres and acres of grapevines. I took his advice, and he said something to me that I that I took to heart. He said, "Spray early and spray often." And so that's what I did, guys. I jumped out there and and beginning of the season and I began to spray. And when I began to spray, what I began to spot was, okay, issues and problems that came in the beginning of the season that I did not notice last year, that I took as as a happenstance last year. So I didn't notice that last year. And so last year, I was taken by surprise, and this year I was prepared, and this year I have a huge harvest. So I put in the work, okay, through proper consultation, and was able to reap the benefits of my harvest by putting in the work in advance, guys. And so I tell you guys this because a lot of times, right, people put in the work, right, and people put in some work or some type of work. Literally, they put in the wrong type of work, but they expect a huge harvest. But they had the wrong action in the beginning, guys, right? And they had the wrong action in the beginning because they were following the wrong plan. And when you follow the wrong plan, you don't get what you want, right? You get what is given to you um, in, in um, correlation to... The plan that you did. If you did the wrong plan, you're probably not going to get the results that you expect. So you have to begin to um, stop looking at people um, for their results, right? Stop looking at them for the results, right? And start looking at the actions that they have taken before they got the results. 
You know, we love to take shortcuts in life, right? And in taking shortcuts in life, I'll tell you what happens, right? What happens when you start to uh, develop the mindset of, of, I want to take a shortcut, I want to get here quicker, I want to get here faster, is you begin to, um, in your mind, right? Tark, take shortcuts. Start skipping steps in order to have what you want. And what happens is when you skip steps, you get a watered down version of, of your goal. You may reach your goal in some shape, form, or fashion, but you get the watered down version. You don't get the pure version, the pure version that it took to take steps all the way through. You don't get that, right? You get the watered down version. So when it comes to creating the life that you want, guys, you have to not only see somebody who has achieved the goal that you have received, you also have to pay very, very close attention to the steps that they have taken to achieve it, right? There may be very, very meticulous, okay, steps that it's just like in baking or cooking a dish. My wife is an incredible um, chef. Um, there, there may be in particular steps, a certain spice that you need to put in at a certain temperature at a certain time in order to have the dish turn out exactly the way you expected it to turn out. And I'm telling you guys, that is what um, a lot of people are missing. A lot of people are missing, okay, focusing, paying attention to detail to get the life that they want, right? They're paying more attention to the end result of what people have on Facebook and Instagram and all those other things, okay? And then they watch the beginning steps of how they did it. You know, maybe they did it through crypto. Maybe they did it through stocks. Maybe they did it through real estate. Maybe they did it through no money down. Maybe they did it through so many ways, right? To create an income that you want or develop the life that you want, okay? And what they're looking at, if they look at what they mentioned and they don't look at the steps, okay? And because they look at what they mentioned and they don't look at the steps, they lose, okay, the, the flavor, the power in all of the details that have that it has taken them to get to where they want, guys. So I say, I say all that to say this about today's podcast, right? How can you enjoy your harvest in the future if you wait until tomorrow to plant your seeds, right? If you wait until tomorrow to plant your seeds, I run across people every single day that, that that we talk about goals and things they need to achieve, things they need to do. And I don't care what time it is, got, by the way, guys. Right, right now, I think it's like 7, 7 o'clock, 7.30 um, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, I hit people and I talk to them about what they need to achieve. Maybe we're doing a live Zoom call or a coaching call. And they say, tomorrow I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it tomorrow, right? And they have the, uh, what my mentor calls the manana syndrome, right? Manana. I get to it manana, right? Why are we waiting till manana, all right, to have the life that we want? Why are we waiting till manana to, to start to try to achieve things that we need to do? Why are we waiting till manana to do the steps, 
that someone who has already had a proven prime had told you you need to take, right? Why are we waiting, right? I have literally, me personally, I've written in my journal, write this outline today, and I didn't do it and I put it off to tomorrow. And the next day I go, write this outline today and didn't do it and put it off to tomorrow. Edit this book today and I didn't do it and put it off to tomorrow. How many of you guys, right, are telling yourself that you are going to do something today, give yourself instructions, but you don't have the resolve to follow through with it and you put it off to tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and you continually do that. Once you start doing that and you create that as a habit, guys, um, it is very, very difficult to get things done. It is literally almost impossible to achieve the life that you want if you keep waiting to tomorrow to plant the seeds. You know, somebody told me a long time ago, asked me a question, said, when is the best time to plant an oak tree, right? The strong oak tree. When is the best time to plant an oak tree? And so I was like, I don't know right now, you know, um, I guess. And, and the answer to that was 10 years ago, right? 10 years ago, or maybe the answer was even 20 years ago, 20 years ago, right? When's the best time to plant an old tree? Well, right, it comes to when is the next best time to plant an old tree? And the answer is right now. Right now, you need to plant your seeds immediately, today, right now, tonight. If you're hearing this podcast and it is 7.30 at night, plant a seed right now. If you're hearing this podcast and it's 11 o'clock at night, sit down, start writing, plant your seed right now. Right? If it's 11.59, plant your seed right now in the next minute, guys. Begin the steps and the stages to plant your seed to create the life that you want, man. You got to do it, man. You can't continually put off till tomorrow what you need to be doing today, right? So uh, what I've noticed was people who put things off for tomorrow, they spend all of today worrying about what they need to do tomorrow, right? So they have tons of worry and they're willing to do the worry immediately, right? I'm willing to worry right now. I'm willing to have grief right now. I'm willing to go through all of this stuff right now. All of the negative stuff they're willing to do immediately right now in this moment. And what I'm explaining to you guys is this, right? Put off all of that stuff till tomorrow and put the action today. Flip it. Flip it in your mind. Do the action today. Put off the worrying till tomorrow. Just make the switch, guys. Make the switch of doing the action today and the worrying tomorrow, right? Do what you need to do today and tomorrow worry about what you need to worry about, you know, whether you can't pay your bills or whether you can't do uh, complete a course or whether you can't finish school or whether you, uh, whether you can't, whatever it is, man. It's all worry, okay? It's all relative. Okay, if, if it's, it's something that, that hasn't happened yet and it's in the future, I'm telling you guys, it is all relative. Meaning that if it hasn't happened yet, 
okay, the chances of it happening may not be 100%. So if the chances of it happening may not be 100%, then save the worrying for something else, guys. Save the worrying for tomorrow and use the action for today. Put your energy toward the action, man. If you put your energy toward the action, you will begin to achieve the life that you want. And as long as you do it today and not mañana, right? Work at it today and not mañana, not tomorrow, guys. Um, and so you need to begin to plant the seeds in the moment. Seeds need to be planted in the present in order for you to have the future that you want. Right. Um, And I tell people, right, it may be time, it may be time, right, to recalibrate, rethink and reshape your goals. Right. So so what do I mean by that? Recalibrate, rethink and reshape your goals. Um, I have to reevaluate my goals every year. Right. And. And now I'm at the point in time in my life where at times I need to maybe reevaluate and reshape and rethink my goals every six months. Um, I did not realize back then, right, how my life has changed, how the world has changed. And so I was talking to one of the uh, managers at my job today. And um, one of the things that we talked about was when I started, you know, over 30 plus years ago in law enforcement, um, one of the things uh, that was uh, prevalent in my generation and my society was that we already knew that we were doing 25 plus years in law enforcement. That's that, that was us, right? That was what we were striving for. That was what we were working for. And that is what our mental capacity was, right? So as I talked to this manager, um, one of the things that I explained to her was the new generation does not feel the same way. They have no intention whatsoever to put 30 years into a career, right? 30 years into working for the same person and doing the same thing for 30 years. They have no intention on doing that, right? Um, the the mold has changed. The shape of, of our generations has changed. I think that's a good thing, right? I think that's a good thing because if you're not willing to do 30 years of doing the same thing for someone else, then that means that you are going to force yourself to reinvent yourself. And if you force yourself to reinvent yourself, then guess what, right? There's nothing easy about reinventing yourself. And so you may be soft and and mushy right now, but try reinventing yourself six times, right? Six times over every six years, you know, from your 20s all the way up to your 50s, right? Um, You will become a very, very adaptable and a very, very resilient person. So you may not be that way right now, but you know, don't, don't shame yourself and don't knock yourself for not being that person because you haven't planted the seeds yet. You haven't become that person yet. Right now, you're an individual with no resolve. And, and a lot of people are telling you that you're an individual, okay, who has no um, stick 
you're an individual who has no, um, you can't stay with one thing. And I'm telling you that some people are good at staying with one thing and some people are not. So however the person that you are, guys, be that person fully, but you have to plant the seed now, today, right now. You have to plant the seed in order to have the harvest in the future. And that goes for any type of person you are. If you're the person that can do 25 years, plant that seed right now. Plant that seed right now and plan for an aggressive increase, okay, in your level of responsibility in your job, in your position, or whatever you're doing, right? And that level of responsibility means uh, more work, taking on more work, giving more value, giving more yourself, and you continually do that over, over, and over again until you get to the point of where, okay, people are coming to you and asking you what should they do next, right? You become that person, but those seeds have to be planted, right? Those seeds have to be planted. Now, uh, one of the most important things that I tell people when it comes to reshaping rethinking and reevaluating their life is health man um health is near and dear to me guys i've been a personal trainer uh over 30 years i was a personal trainer i was a drill sergeant at the police academy um i i, I taught nutrition plans i have a degree from Rutgers university you know um and um and doing all of this one of the most important things I think to me is helping other people to tackle health issues, other people to tackle nutrition issues, other people to tackle um, being as functional as possible for as long as possible. Because I believe that that's my goal in life, right? My goal in life is to be a functional individual for as long as I could possibly be, possibly be a functional individual. I'm killing. Sorry about that, Akita. Uh, functional individual, right? Um, and I think that if you become a functional individual for a long period of time, right, and you develop the habit of that's who you are, um, what usually happens is um, you want to help other people to achieve that as well. And I think that's important, right? I think that is so key. I think that is so important. I think that is so valuable. Because one of the things that we can't get back, out of the two most important things to me, right? One thing is time. You can never get back time once it is spent. Once time is gone, it is gone, guys. And there's no getting back any second of time that you waste on whimsical BS, period. You can't get it back. It is gone forever, right? Um, the next thing, guys, is your health. Once you let your health go, okay, trying to reverse it is, is a, it's like climbing Mount Everest, right? Okay, and, um, and getting it back is literally impossible. Guys, I've watched people who um, don't understand that health is a long game. A very long game if you're lucky. 
you know, my father at age 87, right? I can remember uh, he was about 77 years old before he returned his 80s. You know, I had just lost my mom. And he asked me, um, what was I going to do with the second half of my life? Right, I was about 48 years old, coming up on my 50s, and so um, that submerged me right into a deep realm of thinking that I had never been before. What was I going to do with the second half of my life? I felt that I had mastered the first half of my life of being in law enforcement, right being in law enforcement, in retrospect, I look back at it and I go, okay, yes, I was good at my career. I had skills, right? I had skills, but I hadn't mastered it. I hadn't mastered the first half of my life. I was still making tons of mistakes, guys. I was still making tons of mistakes in the first half of my life. So, um, what was I going to do with the second half of my life? How was I going to, right, do some of the things that I had no balls to do the first half of my life, right? Right? I had no guts to do the first half of my life. Well, one of the first things I told myself I was going to do was write a book. Write a book. And I read a, wrote a book. Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life. I wrote it. Right? I wrote it and I'm excited about it. And it's a good book too. On top of that, it is a good book. The second most important thing that I said I was going to do was give value. Give value to as many people as possible. Now, I really didn't know how I was going to give value to as many people as possible. Uh, my goal is a million people, right? So, as I work toward giving a value uh, to a million people, one of the things that I needed to learn was how do I reach a million people? What do I do, right? What do I do? So. I began doing my YouTube videos every day. I began doing, it, it, my my top 25 mistakes started off with the top 100 mistakes in route to the good life. So I was doing videos on YouTube and my videos transitioned to a uh, top 25 mistakes book and 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 uh, my mentor manifesto. And so tons of other things that I, that I decided to move on to to give value but probably the most important thing that I needed to learn which I really didn't realize that I need to learn was marketing to people who wanted to hear my message I couldn't figure out how to do it I didn't know what to do um, and and it's all because right um, I hadn't planted those seeds yet I hadn't planted those seeds because that was a package of seeds that I didn't even know that I needed, right? And it is so, so deep that I tell you guys this, is that you don't know what you don't know until you're in a situation where you need, right, what you need, right? And I don't know if that makes any sense to you guys, man, but as I put it out there, uh, I'll say it once again. You don't know what you don't know until you're in a situation that you realize that you need what you don't know you need. Okay? So, um, that was where I was at, man. I was in a situation where I did not know what I needed 
but I knew I needed something. And so uh, I had to stop trying to figure out why and I started trying to seek out who, right? Who did I need to find to help me to reach this? Who did I need to find to help me to figure this out? Who was there out there, right? Um, that I could get into their circle of influence to create the life that I want, to grow how I need to grow so that I can begin to be that person that I want to be. I want to be a powerful individual that gives so much value that it changes people's lives overnight. That is what I'm looking for, man. I'm looking to change people's lives overnight through my messages. My messages need to be so powerful that they touch people's soul, okay, and it moves their spirit to move them, right? So, hey, in order to do that, you need to begin to get around people who know how to move people's spirits. You need to get around people who know how to get a message out to a million people. So what do you do? What do you do, guys? You began to do um, what I began to do, which was to comb through my social media feed, right? Um, Believe it or not, if anybody is getting a message out there to the masses, you have to begin to watch what the masses do, right? And what do the masses do? They walk around all day like this, staring at their phone, looking at their phone, scrolling through social media, right? So if they're scrolling through social media all day, every day, then guess what? Guess what happens? You can reach them through that medium. And through that medium, guys, you can begin, okay, to change people's lives. You have to focus on what people are doing. You can't, you can't begin to run around out there and say, well, um, I, I, people should be doing this. People should be doing that. No, that is not how you change people's lives. You have to go where they go, where people are, right? Wherever they are, wherever they populate, wherever they talk, wherever they chat, whatever they do, that is where you need to be. And, and when you're there, that is when you can get your message out. So, um, uh, this is was impactful to me, guys. And, and I'm hopefully it is impactful to you guys as well. Because as I try to give you my messages on my top 25 mistakes, as I do my blogs at, at Law Enforcement Fitness and, and Top 25 Mistakes blogs, and, and as I do my podcast on Spotify, Top 25 Mistakes, as I write my books, as I do my courses, everything that I do, guys, is strictly, totally, and completely to give value to as many people as possible. As I told you guys, my goal is one million people, and I need to change these lives to have so they can have better lives, man. So they can have better lives. I watch too many people in pain, guys. I watch too many people in pain, and I watch too many people not be able to have the life that they want because someone is not getting through to them. Someone's message is not reaching their hearts. Someone's message is not reaching their spirit, guys. And I need to reach you. I need to reach you because 
there is a better you out there. There is a better you out there who believes in giving value. There's a better you out there who believes, okay, that you have something to give this world. There's a better you out there, right? And I'm willing to bring that forward to you and help you to create a better life. So, um, listen, uh, this is Sal Blue, and I'm hoping that I reach as many people as possible today with this message, guys. So, listen, make sure you guys check me out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, all the social media platforms at Lieutenant Sal Blue, right? As well as check out my Facebook group, Top 25 Mistakes and Route to the Good Life. And also, guys, hop on over to LieutenantSalBlue.com where I'm giving away a special. My book, Top 25 Mistakes, $9.95. I'm just asking you to pay shipping and my handling calls for printing it up and putting it together for you guys. That's all I'm asking you guys, $9.95. With that, I have a little upsell bonus of my audio book, right? As well as tons of other bonuses that I'm going to give you guys just for getting my book today. Framework on, ch- on how to change your circle of influence. Uh, framework on how to uh, uh, be less depressed. Tons of stuff that I got coming out to you guys. So check me out at LieutenantSoundBlue.com. Get all these specials that I have coming your way. And it's all for just $9.95. The price of a Starbucks Grande Lotto Machino, whatever it is, guys. But anyway, man, this is Lieutenant Sound Blue. I'm wrapping it up for the day. And I just want to tell you guys, thanks for checking me out, man. I am back home from Puerto Rico. And I am excited. Taking care of my baby, Akita, who I brought back from Puerto Rico. Say hi, Akita. That is Akita wrapping up. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. You guys have a great day. Deuces. Man, we are wrapping this up. Spotify. Thank you guys for coming over and checking me out, man. You guys are incredible. Thanks for your support, man.